Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. food. First, get ready for your mouth to water. Steak and Shake is adding two new shakes. A new white chocolate shake made with Ghirardelli chocolate. And the Oreo red velvet shake is back, too. Second, guests out of uh, guess out of three out of every four people are choosing their vacation destination with this in mind. What? You want to guess what it is? Um, access to Wi-Fi. The feature is called the world of food. It's the food. Um, the food. <laughs> I can so relate. I don't know. You asked a very broad <laughs> question. My husband was researching Iceland, and it sounds like you definitely do not go there for the food. Uh, finally, in the world of food, <laughs> are you hoping to live a long time? There are four eating habits that will help. Number one, focus on fiber. Two, nosh on nuts. Three, eat a rainbow of fruits and veggies. And lastly, get your protein mostly from plants and fish. Ah, there we go. As a dad, do you ever sing to your kids? Coming up, wait till you hear why a dad in Texas has gone viral for his singing. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! You're going to love this. This is just precious. A dad in Texas has gone viral for his singing. But wait, there's more. Daniel was visiting his son Remington in the hospital. You see, his baby boy was born four months early and given only a 21% chance of surviving. Mom filmed daddy singing to his baby boy and let the world know that their son is now two and a half months old and they're giving God all the praise he deserves. That's daddy singing, and the little baby boy, Remington, responded to his singing by raising his right hand for about 35 seconds into the song, which brought tears to mom and dad's eyes. No kidding. It's precious. What a story. When it comes to relationship advice, do you think you're pretty good at helping people out? If somebody comes to you with like a dilemma, Mm -hmm. what should I do with... And I'm not just talking like with their better half or whoever they're dating. I mean, like it could be an argument with their brother or sister or a coworker or something. Do people come to you for relationship advice and do you think you're good at giving it out? Let's talk about that next. So do you think you're pretty good uh, at giving out relationship advice? Do friends like lean on your shoulder and... I don't know if I'm good at it, but I dole out a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You start it by going like, here's what you need to do. (laughs) Um, I try to soften it more than that, like disguise. But you think it. Have you thought about? Have you you considered? But you think it. You're just reframing, going like, oh, I totally know what you have to do. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm wondering, how good are you? We'd love to hear from you. My wife and I have one of our kids came to us the other day. Um, talking about like relationship and asking for some advice. And this was kind of interesting. My wife goes, I tend to be harsh and mean. Let's get what your dad has to say about that. Are you serious? Usually moms are the ones that are the softies. Because your dad is a little more, what did she say? Even keeled or something like a little uh-huh. more thoughtful. A little more <laughs> She's a, nuanced. Right. She's a little more blunt. That's funny. Which is one of the I would not I, have expected that. I have always loved about Tracy is she will not mince words and she tells me things yeah. like, that I need to hear like without mm-hmm. softening it. Like so because sometimes you need it straight no chaser right yeah it is wow we can talk about in a minute what it's like if if you have anyone who like lets the veil down or what it's like to try to quote 
meet somebody and quote date nowadays, oh, it's almost impossible. Yeah, yeah I have yeah. a really good example I can show you, tell you in a minute. It's just like wow. All right, we'll talk about that, but we'd love to hear from you too. Relationship advice? Do you dole it out? Hey, Paige, we're talking about relationship advice. Do people come to Paige often and go, Paige, I really need your thoughts on this? Unfortunately, they do, and I'm not even sure why they come to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're a good listener. You don't ever respond with that. Do you ever, ever go like, why, why, are you, why are you telling me this? <laughs> yes, and they're still like, well, I want to know what you think, but it took me 29 years just to get married. <laughs> Aw, you waited for the right guy. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was saying a minute ago how hard it is to be dating nowadays or trying to date. It is so wild. I've, you know, I have 11 nieces and nephews, and so they keep me posted on some of their adventures and relationships. Mm -hmm. And the texting relationship will go on forever. And I'll just sit there and go, please invite them to coffee. Invite them to coffee. Please go to coffee. Please. Coffee face to face. is face not to face. a lifetime commitment. You're going to know within an hour of having coffee if you want to keep on this texting thing or if you just want to move on to the next person. Please go for coffee. Well, what we've learned from from Taylor just there is she answers the question, do you give relationship advice? Yes, she does. <laughs> oh, but I nuance it. I, I nuance it a lot. Well, you didn't get what she was holding her temples as if her head was about to burst. Go for coffee. What's wrong with you? Go for coffee. That's not, that's not a real life situation right now in my life at all. Please go to coffee. <laughs> hey, do you love working from home? Here's something you can share with your boss or your company in hopes that they keep you at home and let you keep work because so many people like I have a friend who works for a huge corporation mm-hmm. they said by the end of March everyone's back four days back a week in. minimum mm. uh, they get to work at home one day a week well uh, this is what you can tell your boss working from home is saving you 72 minutes a day that you don't spend stuck in your car mm. that was from a worldwide study of 27 countries over the past two years and what's super surprising is what employees are doing with that extra time. Okay. Businesses are the biggest beneficiary of the travel savings. Workers are devoting 40% of their saved time toward their job. Oh, no so kidding. Popping on that computer earlier and staying on it later instead of sitting in traffic. Another third went to leisure activities and 11% went to caregiving. Hmm. Now, for those of us that have never done the work from home thing, it's always in the back of my head <laughs> that you're not working <laughs> the whole time you're home. That's because, okay, full disclosure, we do our first interview from our own homes, and Kevin's laying on the bed, and I can tell in his voice, mm-hmm. because we're on we're on a call, no, no video, yeah. and we're interviewing Jerry, Jeremy Camp and his wife, and Kev's like, he sounds like this, he's like, so... So Jeremy, Jeremy, what's up? I'm like, I can't no way to let you know. Sit up, sit up. I can tell you sound like you're well, about to fall asleep. Here's why I don't believe. Forget that. But here's why I don't believe that people who are are, are working from home why they're not working because you can't help but imagine yourself in that position. And I know I would I would get nothing done. Right. I but would lots I would of be the worst. At working from done. home, I would be I would be terrible at it. I would be I'm so easily distracted. I would play with my dogs. I'd hang out with my wife. I'd I'd play my guitar. I'd ride my bike. I'd do everything but get things done. 
I just, I just know me that well. I need to be at a place called work to get work done or it ain't going to happen. There's no way. Have any new hobbies lately? I'm pretty sure my husband and I are starting one. We've done this twice now. And when you hear what we're doing, your, your first instinct is going to be like, you're crazy. I would never do that. <laughs> but then okay. if you bear with me, you're going to go, that's a pretty cool idea. I'll tell you what it is in just a minute. So I think my husband and I have a new hobby. Um, at least it's quickly becoming that. He did it the first time all by himself. And the last two times he's invited me to go along with him. Bungee jumping. And, oh, no. No, I couldn't. I'm so scared. <laughs> I couldn't even give someone permission to push me off. Okay, so it's tamer, no tamer than bungee it's jumping. way tamer than that. But when you hear about it, you might be like, that's, that's crazy, Taylor. I can't believe you guys do that. But once you hear me out, you're going to be like... She's got something there. That, so it's that's not, a really not neat idea. Then. No. Okay. Oh no. Um, <laughs> I like playing pickleball. I've just I don't know the rules, but I just love hitting the ball around. My yeah. husband is anti pickleball because he's a former tennis player, and he just it annoys him. He's like, this is messing up my tennis game. But anyway, okay. So here's what we've done a couple times now, and it's pretty pretty darn cool. It okay. is hiking in the woods. In pitch darkness. It's so cool. At first, when he told me about it, I was like, what? No, I have a headlamp. I'll use my headlamp. He's like, nope. Promise you, your eyes will adjust. And sure enough, your eyes get used to it. And you can see pretty much what you need to see. And like the moon was out last night. And it was so cool. And you can hear like hear sounds. You can see the stars so much better. And the only thing, I had some trouble at the very end. I got hung up in a couple of briars that I couldn't see. <laughs> but other than that, it was um, really, really special and it's really cool and I'm so down for it. Okay. It's, see, I knew, you, look, you're rubbing your face. Because. It's really cool, Kev, I'm telling you. It's so fascinating. Taylor. It's like, it reminds you of like, what life was meant to be like. It's supposed to be dark at night and said we have lights everywhere and I feel like I sleep better after a night hike in the dark. It's really cool. Taylor. Broken wrist Taylor. Taylor, who is no stranger to the emergency room. When it's daylight, you have (laughs) these problems. Why would you say, let's add another risk factor to my already gravity challenged life and hike in the dark? It's no, I have, I've gone twice now and I've never what are you tripped thinking? or anything. It's so cool. Tell me mountain biking in the dark isn't next. No. I bet that's no, going to be I next. No, I would never do that. Never. I'm, I vote no. I, no, I know I don't really have a cool. vote, but you I see, vote what You haven't even you tried it and you're judging it. Oh, I think I'd be fine at it. I'm worried about you. <laughs> if I approached life about with everything about what if I got hurt, I wouldn't do anything. Okay, okay. I'd stay home wrapped in bubble wrap. Promise me this. If you do get do get hurt doing this, let me say I told you so. Okay. Okay. Fine. You're free to go. <laughs> <laughs> think back to Sunday school, or maybe your kids are in Sunday school and they're learning these things right now. Did they ever learn about Mr. Zark? What? Mr. Zark. Who? In, yeah, in the Bible, in Sunday school. Zark? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mr. That's Zark. That's in the Bible? Uh, a kid came home, told mom, we learned about Mr. Zark. And she was like, who? Tell you what this young man got wrong <laughs> and how funny it is next. So wait to hear how cute the story is. Have you ever heard of Mr. Zark in the Bible? No, yeah, you know, I, and I went to Sunday school for years. Mom's four-year-old comes home from Sunday school and can't wait to tell her about Mr. Zark. And she she kept saying, like, who is Mr. Zark? She goes, you, you finally goes, you know, Noah Zark. 
<laughs> That's a good last name. <laughs> Noah Zark. Zark. We learned about Mr. Zark today, Mom. He had this big boat with all these animals. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, his name was Noah Zark. So here's what I would love. I would love to have parents call in, or maybe you were a kid and, and you remember getting something like that wrong. Let us know some of those uh, some of those Sunday school stories that made you smile because your kids maybe got it a little wrong. Or- the one that got me every time is I still, to this day, can't tell you the difference between Elijah and Elisha. <laughs> That's just a cruel lesson. Like, wait. Wait, which one? Maybe you need to buy buy a vowel. Yeah. (laughs) And you'll figure it out. So we'd love to hear your Sunday school mishap stories. Give us a call. Stephanie, we're swapping stories about misunderstandings or mishaps in Sunday school with the kids. Do you have one? Yes. So my daughter was listening, um, and she comes home, and she starts talking about Andy Griffith. And I'm like, who? But it was really King Agrippa. But she thought it was Andy Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have an embarrassing story to share with you guys. Um, my, okay. my daughter was, I think she was in fifth grade or sixth grade, and they had the kids helping with church one day, and they were doing, like, the readings from the Bible and stuff. And my one of my daughters got up. She proceeded to read about Fajero. Not Pharaoh. <laughs> Fajero. fancy. And I'm looking at him like, oh my gosh, no, she did not just say Fajero. And I look down and, and she has to say the name like four more times. And every time she said it, I sink a little further down in my seat, a little further down in my seat. That's awesome. I'm going to say that it that way hilarious. from now on. Fajero. Fajero. Let my people go, Fajero. Right. Kids are the best. Hey, do you worry about your kids getting sick? You know, the missed school days, you juggling things at work, concerned about your little one not feeling well. Oh, and not to mention the rest of the family catching it, whatever Mm. they got. Well, here's the simple, low-cost solution to keeping your kids healthy. You ready for this? Okay. Make sure they're active every day. Mm. Children with higher levels of daily physical activity are much less likely to contract upper respiratory tract infections, like the common cold, according to brand new research. They say that exercise lowers inflammation and therefore boosts your immune system. So get those kiddos outside to play and hopefully they won't catch so many colds. Get them moving and grooving. Are you adding a furry friend to your family in the near future? Coming up, they just revealed the top dog names in the USA. Are you adding a new furry friend to your family anytime soon? Close to 40% of families in the USA have a dog. So you may find it interesting to see if your dog's name is on the list of the most popular dog names in the entire USA. Okay. You ready for this? Here are the girl dogs. Ruby, Rosie, Maggie, Sadie, Penny, Willow. That's my niece's dog's name. Lucy, Daisy, Bella, and the number one is Luna. Hmm. I have a friend whose daughter's name is Luna, but I don't know any dog's name, Luna. Yeah, we had a a friend's one of their greyhounds was Luna. Oh, cool. And uh, here are the boy dogs. Most popular dog names in the USA for boys. Leo, Rocky, Bear, Buddy, Tucker, Teddy, Charlie, Cooper. That was my niece's dog's name. Milo, and coming in is the number one dog name for boys in the USA, Max. Not Marco? And uh, No, not Marco. <laughs> it is in our and, house. <laughs> uh, some people are naming their dogs after Yellowstone characters like Dutton and Rip. Hmm. And they say the best naming advice they can give you if you're getting a dog, pick a name that you like to say and that won't embarrass you if you yell it across the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> we had off of that list, we had a buddy and we have a Charlie. 
Charlie's not just Charlie, though. He's Charlie Alexander the Great the First. Right. Which is really hard to fit on a dog tag. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about some of these dog names or pet names. Do you have a pet with a unique name? We'd love to hear the name. And why did you give them such a unique name? Hey, Anonaly, we're, we're talking about, you have a very unique name, but we're talking about pets with unique names and how they got them. What's your pet's name? My pet's name is Tiny Boy. Aw, is he tiny? No. <laughs> how big is Tiny Boy? He's a pit bull and he's about 70, 75 pounds. <laughs> That's I adorable. It. I've always wanted to name, like, get a black dog and name it Snowball. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, you have a whole theme for your pet names. Tell us about it. We are huge Lord of the Rings fans. So for 14 years, we had a, a black dog named Frodo. <laughs> and, then, um, and then our daughters had uh, adopted two kittens and named them Pippin and Strider. Aww. And uh, then we got a new, when our other one passed away, we got a new dog. And um, we were looking for a name from Lord of the Rings. My husband wouldn't go for Rosie, which was the name of one of the hobbits. Yeah, I there, remember but, Rosie, yeah. So uh, we stuck with Brandy Buck, the hobbit last name. Oh, cute. <laughs> I cannot wait to tell my husband this. He loves watching those movies over and over and over, so he's going to be thrilled. Yeah, we love it, too. Have you experienced some setbacks lately? Here's some inspiration to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and try all over again. Okay. A puppy in North Carolina went through, ready for this, 14 failed adoptions. Ronald is very clumsy, very energetic, and he weighs 64 pounds as a puppy. He sounds like my Cesare. He's still learning his manners and tends to be a little much. And the news of his failed attempts went viral on social media. And thankfully, a nurse named Kirsten saw it and knew she needed Ronald in her life. She wasn't intimidated by hyper at all. She has two boys, seven and four, and another dog. So she's used to chaos and crazy. Well, guess what? Ronald is now a year old mm-hmm. and loves his family, loves playing with the boys. And there's even a picture of him spooning with his other dog. Aww. He's got his paw over his back. <laughs> like, this is my friend. And we're going to take a nap together right now. <laughs> so awesome. So I saw a headline the other day and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, who would do that? <laughs> who would do that? And then I realized I've done it. Really? I'll oh, tell you what okay. I'm talking about. I'm going to confess. I, I thought in just you were going to say who would put pineapple on pizza. I've never tried but, that. Yeah, I knew you have never done that. Yeah. So that wasn't it. Something yeah. else. Something, Something else. else as shocking as that. Yes. I saw a headline the other day, and um, we all see so many headlines. That's like all we get Endless, a lot of times. Right? We don't. Yeah. We don't sit and read the whole article <laughs> often. <laughs> we see the clickbait, and anyway, I saw this, and I was like. Oh, what? Who would do that? You were outraged. And then I realized, oh, I've done that. <laughs> what was and it? And I was immediately, and so I'm going to confess. So here's the deal. The headline was 57% of people have lied in a job interview. And I was like, they would just sit right there and just like <laughs> tell a lie right when someone, and and then all of a sudden I was like, I stopped and I went, this is with my husband. I went, oh. I've done that. He's like, you have? I go, yeah, remember 
when we had first gotten married and I was so desperate to find work. He's in law school. Mm-hmm. We're getting married. My dream job goes out the window. They moved to another state. I was mm-hmm. going to do radio news. Mm-hmm. So then I'm left like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm married. My husband's in school. We got to have, we got to pay for the groceries. I'm, right. I'm not carrying my part of what the bargain here. What am I going to do? And not so, my weight. I had been to so many job interviews and just kept getting rejection after rejection after rejection. Mm-hmm. So I finally went to this dental office and I was going to help with like checking people in and looking up insurance and like office stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what the position listed was for. And in the interview, they say, hey, from time to time, if you need to pop in and like assist with the surgery, would you would you be OK with that? And I, I took I swallowed really big and went, yeah, yeah, I'd be, I'd be fine. I, I don't faint at the the sight of blood when I get a paper cut. I'll be fine. Yeah, be great. And I totally, I lied. <laughs> I could not have done that. I'm the queasiest person. I have the biggest gag reflux. Yeah. Reflex, reflux, whatever it's called. Yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, mm-hmm. I have lied in a job interview. I was that desperate. So and you know you- what? Because lies show up all over my face. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the job. Yeah. They knew. They saw right through it. (laughs) If we can't trust her with that, how can we possibly trust her with a treasure box? (laughs) We'll have toys disappearing out of here every day. She'll be giving prizes to the the grown-ups. Well, you know what? It, it's good that you confess that kind of stuff We owe it to your brothers and sisters. And you, yeah. now you, you can turn the page, and, and of course to God, and now you can yeah. turn the page I've and move on. never lied sins on a job interview, thankfully. How do we know? How can we trust you? <laughs> so can you imagine being married to the same man for 60 years, and then all of a sudden you're facing life by yourself without your husband Hmm. that's my mom right now and i'd love to give you an update um her faith has been nothing short of inspiring through this whole thing i'll tell you about it in just a minute so i don't know about you but one of the things you you tend to worry about the most as your parents get older is especially if they're still together like my parents were for 60 years uh, you worry about the one that's left alone for Hmm. a while until they meet again in heaven And um, we didn't know with my parents who was going to go first because my dad um, has longevity in his family. And even though he suffered with MS for years, I mean, he was pretty healthy other than that disease. His lungs were healthy. His heart was healthy. And we thought, what if what if mom goes first? What Mm. are we going to do about dad? Um, Well, my dad fell um, getting a shower and God took him home to heaven first. And my mom, for the first time in 60 years is by herself and her faith through this whole thing has been so inspiring to her five daughters. I mean, we watched her up close and personal and um, check in on her every day. And my one sister, thank goodness lives a mile down the street. Hmm. And um, I think she's getting more sleep than she has in years Hmm. because she would have to get up in the middle of the night and turn my dad over and like do everything for him. He couldn't feed himself, do anything. And I was talking to her yesterday and she was, pretty chatty and she starts sharing with me about having a crush when she was 15 on this boy that that lived near her family and i was like uh, mom, mom you never told me about jerry before like, there was only dad that's it <laughs> What's going- how old were you well we all had a crush on jerry honey we all thought he was cute and i'm like but how old were you she's like most of us girls were probably 14 or 15 
And she's like, but I couldn't, I couldn't pursue Jerry like the other girls because we had to drive back from, we, they were at this lake. Mm-hmm. We had to drive back from the lake to get to church for Sunday morning. So I had a curfew and the other girls oh, didn't. Oh, and she so, was at a disadvantage. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just like was we're like seeing the, the, this whole new bachelor? side of my mom. I know. <laughs> Jerry's the bachelor and he's got all these girls swooning well, all over him. T- you know, like middle schoolers who mm-hmm. have a crush on Jerry. The bachelor, middle school edition. <laughs> <laughs> we'll was... find out if he like likes her after the break. <laughs> It was such a surreal conversation. It was so cute. But she is just, um, she, her sister came to visit, and my mom went out to dinner at a restaurant for the first time in years. Ooh. I mean, it's just been, she's, I, I get to go see her next weekend for her. I had planned this trip before dad passed yeah. for her birthday, mm. and I cannot wait to spend oh, time cool. with her. I'm that's so cool. excited. So I, I want to talk a little bit in a second about. Uh, spouses and who's allowed to talk about like high school sweethearts and who's not allowed. Oh. We'll talk about that next. So that is cute that your uh, your mom shared with you that she had a crush on a guy when she was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Interesting. She never shared that with you while your dad uh, was around. Not that I recall. No. Did your dad ever share about uh, other girls that he had a crush on? Yes. Did he when really? He was at um, Purdue University Yeah. and he was a civil engineering student. He would talk, he'd always tell us these stories about these women named Twyla and Birdie. And we'd be like, Dad, ugh, Twyla and Birdie. Tracy's mom, apparently there was a couple of guys, you know, like dueling for her affections. Her, who Tracy's Mm. dad, Ned, Mm -hmm. and some guy whose nickname was Scratch. (laughs) They were both. That's not a good nickname. Well, I think they played pool. And oh, he had nicknamed okay. I, I mean, he went to scratch so, the itch. So scratch and <laughs> Some Ned kind were of fungal dueling for Doris's <laughs> affections. But and it's interesting. Your dad would share, but mom never did. And that's what I think happens in relationships. One one person in the relationship, it's okay to share with like the kids. Oh, this was my high school sweetheart, and the mm-hmm. other one knows better than oh. to ever mention him. With me and Tracy, it's like it's totally okay for her to talk about her high school sweetheart Bobby, but me, nope. Lips are sealed. Throw the key away. Not going to bring that up or I will pay a price. (laughs) Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. So, yeah, Yeah. it's funny. My ex, my my high school sweetheart comes up because Glenn knows all about Greg. So there's no way to, you know, that was part of the story. Tracy has like a box of high school memories, like Bobby memories that she keeps. Like no way, she well, still I mean, has the Bobby memory box. Well, it's all—it's not the Bobby memory box. It's a memory box <laughs> and of high school stuff. Uh, and Bobby's, you know, mm-hmm. was a big part of her eyes. It doesn't bother mm-hmm. me at all. Okay. I couldn't care okay. less because you know what? I got the big prize. <laughs> yes, you did. So you know, Bobby's probably still regretting letting that I one wouldn't go. be if I was him. Tracy, something yeah. else. He lost out on that. He did. You're the loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Grinch, and she'll see me as a winner, <laughs> which she did, and just apparently she still does, because we'll be celebrating 35 awesome years in October, uh, married 35 years, so anyhow, but it's totally inbounds for Tracy to talk about Bobby, but my high school sweetheart, Glenn didn't ooh, no, date anyone else besides not. me, so yeah. there's no one else to talk about. 
Or he's the smartest man ever. (laughs) (laughs) He's not hiding anything. Oh, yeah. There was no one but you. You're the one. He went out on dates, but no one was a study. (laughs) You're the only one. First date was you. Knew it right away.